What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Why well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. This is part two. I'm back with Jerry Sensei and Demario, and we're gonna get back into the talk about relationship. Um, <laughs> uh, let me turn their mics on. <laughs> Let's go, bro. Shout out. Uh, so we left off with talking about. I said something in regards to how Jesus was, you know, died a virgin. He was alone, in a sense, alone. Mm-hmm. Um, I use quotations when I say alone. Um, into the fact of that, you know, relationships mm-hmm. in any aspects, you know, it's not just about basically you can die single, single and be happy. Yeah. Yeah. And Jerry was about to say something and yep. I want to let him finish his, his yeah. thought. Yeah. So my thought was too is so I get, I guess he did die alone because he was by himself on the cross. I mean, you want to get like, theologically or contextually correct i mean he was by himself on his own cross but he had two people on the side of him obviously he was in the middle of two other people but he also had 12 friends and so i think that's why um it's imperative also to have good friendships and like what we were talking about in the first episode was that um friendships just healthy friendships in regard to previous to relationship before even stems into a relationship healthy friendships are imperative i think healthy friendships even not even going into a romantic in relationship are imperative you need friends in your life you need a circle in your life and if you don't have that um it's going to be very very hard for you to venture on i know a lot of people say it's better to do life alone it is if you have bad friends but i mean the context of 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 us as human beings i think it's imperative for us us to have connections and connections and friendships connections and community and i think that it's very important that we do have a good inner circle and whether your circle is few or whether it's 10 or 12 people like jesus had 12 people uh 12 close people that is um i think it's very very important to have people just in general to speak into your life to be able to hear you out um and then for us as human beings and just us in general to be able to call you out even in certain areas and blind spots uh going back to the first episodes that uh to the first episode that is um where we don't see ourselves growing in so that we could be be better able to grow Uh, but i do think that that's very important to have uh people so that we can one i guess for uh for for lack of better words change the world or at least our world or the sphere of what where we're in and also as well to help empower each other so um jesus did have friends and i think friends are are imperative or imperative in regard to the context of relationships and and in regard to a romantic relationship uh it all starts with the friendship yeah i totally agree um studies show that the only relationship 
that causes people to live longer lives or friendships, not a wife, not a husband, not family members, but an actual friendship can cause you to live a longer life. So that goes to say, and then I always tell people that all relationships are the same, you know, just except for the different levels of intimacy that you have with somebody. Mm -hmm. So how you treat your wife or your girlfriend should be the same way that you treat your, your best friend or something. Yeah, I think, well, that's another thing. I know you and I did a podcast together. Was it like almost two years ago? Yeah. Now it's been a while. Um, in regard, yeah, it's been, it's been a long time, dude. Yeah, reminiscing. But the reality is, on uh, friendships, <laughs> on, it, it was on friendships. And, and the thing is, whether it's with the same sex, opposite sex, or um, or whatever, intimacy is far beyond just a romantic level. Yeah, you could be intimate with a brother, or intimate with a sister, and by no means on is it romantic. On an emotional exactly. aspect has, of connecting, I think a with lot of people. Individual. I think a lot of people think that intimacy means sex or has something. It doesn't sexual have to feel con- with touchy feeling. No, it's, it could be touchy and feely, but it doesn't have to be sexual. Yeah, but it's like this right here is intimate, but it's not sexual. No. He's grabbing my shoulder. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Why you saying that, bro? But in terms of, okay, what we're doing on an intimate level, we're all This is intimate right exactly, now. Exactly. That's a perfect example. We're all having a personal, not, well, yeah, we're personal. having personal. personal conversations. Yeah, and we're, letting it, and we're letting everybody into it. we're all into it. connecting. Shout out. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, ability. So. Yeah. It doesn't have to be on a physical aspect of the touch. You know, mm-hmm. the sensation It's actually understanding another individual and connecting through the emotions of what we're communicating. Right? I think that's important. I think yeah. a lot of it comes. And it, even if it's different, that's OK. Right. I think a lot of it comes from the uh, expectation or um, the assumption that intimacy is sex. So when people like each other naturally, if I like you on the first date, that's what would I'm going to have sex with you. Or naturally, that's what, and, and we say it's naturally, and these are things that we do. That's but the quote-unquote end game. Right, it sets up, because that's the goal. Like, reality is like, that may be the goal. So, but if that's your goal, then yeah. why are you in a relationship with this person three weeks later? Those are, are the different things. Yeah. These are the different things of either having um, the understanding that friendship is important. And then in the beginning, people have sex in relationships a lot of times, and then they just start a relationship. They weren't friends. They didn't really get to know each other. Then they went in for sex, and then they said, the well, I like you. I like you because I had sex with you. But then it so, misconstrues the emotions and the physical aspects. Right, yeah, I think the boundaries of the relationship I mean, you didn't, build, you didn't build a, a understanding, trust, understanding and knowing of somebody. So that does speed up things, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and it does make it harder to be... I think that that a lot of, I I don't want to speak for women, but I think that a lot of women feel that sometimes that's all they have to offer. So they give up sex to try to keep a man around, even if they don't want to necessarily have sex. Not all women, but some women do do this. Because it's worked in the past. Exactly. And And then they're left empty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then on the guy side of possible expectations or the the coming into the factor of like, well, I want to have sex. Mm-hmm. I want to have sex with Thinking this person. that sex is a, like, let's say... It's uh, the goal. Like, the sex is the goal or so the the the, the status standard. quo. Like, yeah. that's the status mm-hmm. of oh, hey, sex we're in a relationship. Uh, we should have sex every night. Mm-hmm. And when that's what people... Is that a standard or is that just the relationship? Like, is that something you're putting on expectations on the individual? Or is that... But if somebody gives it up, if the girl gives it up the first night or first week or first couple months, whatever, yeah. and the guy is... 
is you're setting that standard in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So instead of going on five dates and getting no to someone, people are having sex on the first date. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So instead of just being honest, like I just want sex. No, they think they want they want the affection. They want the, they want more. I think people want more than the sex, but sex is like one of the deepest things that we think we feel instead of conversation. Of you know, I was I was reading I was reading a a book that I'm finishing up last night, and it was talking about uh, abundance. It was talking about abundance, but the moral of it was paying paying the price. And so, in regard to having abundance, sometimes we skip steps in order to get what we want and not realizing when we get there we end up falling short and not having it because we didn't learn the proper steps in being able to obtain it and sustain it and grow it for that matter and the same thing goes into regard to relationship in regard to relationships we skip steps and for instance like how it was just mentioned right now and just skipping from you know for some people it's day one to day five day one to month one or whatever it is but you you skip from day you 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 skip steps and you have sex on day one and being that's one of the most intimate things you give yourself uh you give of yourself you give part of your soul you connect yourself to another person and you're giving part of your body to another person not realizing not realizing exactly um realizing or not realizing uh, because some people don't realize these things, but not realizing or realizing that you are giving uh, an emotional part of who you are, a part of who you are to somebody else. That's a that's a gem right there. And so you're skipping steps, not realizing that the other steps are imperative. The other steps being friendship and relationship and actually going through some hard times and going through some very important conversations and going even through some good times to be able to appreciate the individual. So you skip steps and now you've depreciated the person by having sex with them and so you're having sex with somebody that you don't even know and now they're connected to you soul ties soul ties yeah. so now so now they're connected to you and you don't know how to br- yeah and you don't even know how to break apart from them once you realize that there's all these leaks in their life you because you didn't take the time to get to know them yeah you're speaking exactly. from experience no, yeah I, no 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 yeah. yes i am speaking for, i no no yeah of course i am speaking from experience i'll, I'll be totally I'll, I'll be totally uh you know transparent with that yes, there's sir. been times in my life where um you know whether it was from outside sources or even from myself just being so uh you know just just leaning into my human nature even sometimes as a man because you have this attraction to the opposite sex they look good or whatever yeah. or you feel this you good. you know you feel this pressure or whatever it is to be with this person you incline into into your nature you, and, you, and you start depreciating who this person actually is and so you can be with them and having sex with them for about a month or two and not realizing who they even are because huh. you're idealizing them huh. well you you have well, from the from the connection not in the negative aspect but well you have this image of who they are and it's and, and it's and it's solely based off of your your fantasy rather than the re- the reality of, of 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 whatever they bring you know what i mean and so i think that's very important to actually get to know who they are 
uh, what they bring, what their values are, what their ideals are, and whether their ideals are, and again, this is not a comparison game, are a little bit lesser than you or not, or maybe they are higher than yours to get to know those things. Because if not, you could develop a, a very unhealthy relationship and it's all physical and none of it, again, is nor intellectual or spiritual or even metaphysical in whatever you believe or they believe. And so I think that's, that's one of the biggest hangups in, in, in our lives right now. Yeah, I think that you made a good point about depreciating them, but not also you depreciate yourself. Yourself. Yep. Yourself. Because in, in, in reality, look, none of us like heartbreak. None of us like the way heartbreak feels. We all hate you know what I mean? Yep. And in retrospect, sometimes we realize that it works for our good. But did we need to go through that? At times, sometimes we just put ourselves through a revolving door. Yeah. And you guys through that specific emotion no what I was going to say that sometimes and I've talked to you this about talked to you about this before though but sometimes mm -hmm. like we put ourselves through things or whatever or we go through things or whatever and sometimes it's not, it's not for us yeah so we can teach somebody else like you go through like not everything that you go through is for you it's to be a, a mirror to somebody else or you know broken to ministry as I would say mm-hmm getting the message yeah understanding or the message to, but not even Whether for you be from yeah, yeah yeah i can go through something or whatever and i'm like why did i even go through this i already and knew it, this but then i realized when i have a conversation with somebody else and they see it and they i talk to them like oh going i went through this thing so i could talk to this person about it or i can learn you know i can teach them sure. something that i've gone through or whatever um but before we continue let me play another song oh <laughs> west west come on so this song is by JL. It's called Unworthy, and it's also on my playlist that is called Terrell Garnett Presents Brown Sugar and Honey, y'all. Let's get into it. I said I'm working on it, so just give me the time. But I know I cannot keep myself from losing it. Don't want to give up all this love. Worthy of your love All I ever wanted was somebody that Understands the way I am, the way I needed love Baby, the way you make me feel is not right You just don't understand how to treat a man like me Never told me you don't wanna be with me I'm sorry, but you're giving me anxiety Maybe one day the shoe will fit but right now I just don't wanna trip over you, baby. Now one, two, three. Who would have thought that I would be the one? Look what you've done to me. I'm always on the run. Got me unworthy. Can it be undone? I'm feeling unworthy for your love. Ooh, I'm feeling unworthy for your love. So we is back, y'all. Yes, we are. Let <laughs> me having a co-host. Um, uh, I'd be totally down and honored. To, I don't know about that. Right, you gonna? 
try to take over and shit. Yeah, you I gotta know. take over spirit of, <laughs> over yeah. here. It's gonna be Jerry's podcast. Yeah. Right? They're like, who's the one hosting the podcast? I think it's all that's talking. I'll be better. I'll be better as your intercessor. Yeah, no, for real. I just believe in the best. You just shoot me what you need prayer for. <laughs> no, for real, for real. Yeah, for real, bro. <laughs> They're like Jerry must be the host of this show. I don't nah, know. no, 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 no. No, I don't need no damn co-host. Nah, this is <laughs> this, this is Terrell. Gar- Shout out Beyonce's Terrell. Beyonce's Beyonce. She don't need Kelly and Michelle. Facts, yeah. bro. I'm Beyonce. Yeah. Jerry, you have your own thing, and then you guys can have your your guys's own thing too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> know. Where where are you going? Oh, <laughs> podcast live. No cigarettes. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, try to watch no that. I need a smoke and, break. You just yeah. took a pee break. No, yeah, no breaks. <laughs> We not no at the breaks, studio please. right now. We yeah. on the podcast. Damn it! Yeah. Ready. So just to get into some more <laughs> dialogue, yes. we ready. Um, we were talking all about all these things, but I want to ask you guys to get a little more vulnerable. Yeah. What? What is? Where do your insecurities lie? <laughs> Ooh. Anybody want to go first? I'll go first. Let me I think know, about I have this to one. Think, I have to think too. Um, I always held myself to a higher standard. So my insecurities lie within not making myself um, proud. I don't let other people, I don't care if someone else is proud of me. Like someone texts me, they're like, oh, I'm proud of you. I'm like, that's cool. But to me, I'm not at that standpoint where I'm doing enough. So it's always chasing being better. And I, it was always an insecurity like, man, I'm not doing good enough. And just, and I want to be say financially, I'll just say on a day-to-day progression-wise, do everything like, okay, yesterday was this. But I'm solution-based, so today has to be this. And I come from analytics. I come from numbers. So theoretically, I'm just like, this is how it should go. But that's not how life really works. You know, if you look at stocks, stocks go up and down day to day. Mm-hmm. And me having that standard is the reason why I have this, this issue in relationships of like, if I hold myself to this high standard, I'm going to hold you. Yeah, I'm holding you just where I am. Mm-hmm. And most people aren't going to reach that. I may, even, may not even reach that standard. So I don't let anybody else put their standard on me because I set my standards already high. So I can get a compliment like, oh, D, you did great. And I'm like, nah, I'll look back and say, oh, I messed up. Mm. Because I'm looking in in such an analytical way where it's just numbers. Mm. It's you either did good or you did wrong. And that was like one of I think that's one of the things I have to work on. And, and what I continue looking at of just giving myself like, nah, it's okay. Just giving myself the... the um, the backing of telling it's good, it's all right. You're all right. Yeah. And if I don't do that, I can't expect someone else to do that. I got to text someone, oh, can you tell me I'm all right? No. So I think that's the biggest area of me, like setting my standards so high for myself, I won't be able to reach it. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, I agree with that. And I can relate to that to some degree. I think the wording would be a little bit different for me. I, I, I think there's a lot of similarities. I think it's natural to say, at least for most people, and I don't want to make a, bl- a blanket statement, but we're our own worst critic. Mm-hmm. At least I am. Yeah. Um, I coming, right? It, and and in coming from a, you know, for me, I was an athlete for about nine years. You know, I started I started competing in combat sports since I was like thirteen years old, and you always you always have this uh, this moment at the end. I guess. Not always, but I would say for the most part, always, at least for me as an individual, you always have this moment where you assess yourself at the end of the day and you realize, was I good? Did I look good? And not just did I look good, did I perform good for this day? 
And um, I think in regard to relationships, one of my biggest insecurities is not being good enough. And not being good enough isn't necessarily to anybody else's standards, but myself, because you have this sort of projection that you could be this good. And when you don't meet that projection or you're in question of meeting that projection, uh, you start to have, I guess you would say, for lack of better words, this battle in your mind and whether or not you attain that goal for that that day or for that month or for that a date or for that, that, that moment when you were with that individual. And so, um, I guess I would say for me, one of my biggest insecurities is not being good enough. And that's not necessarily saying, I don't know that I'm worth it or that, um, or that I'm not good enough, but it's, it's, it's more so just being one of my going into default, being my own worst critic. And so, um, you know, I, I go back and, and then I always, I always reassess and say, you know, did, did she think, you know, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm not this person that just goes out on a bunch of dates, but when I am romantically involved, I always think, did she think I was good or did I do this right? Or did I, or did I do that right? Or, or, or whatnot. And, and those things play in your mind. And obviously I try to give myself a lot of grace because I'm a human being. And because I know there's been a lot of grace given to me as an individual. So I can't, I, he's I, not talking about on a sexual level. Yeah. On a sexual. Yeah, exactly. Not, not on, a, on sexual a sexual level. level. <laughs> I'm talking about like even going to have coffee Being with a friend of the individual and just connecting. Right. Or going on a date and having a, <laughs> having a cup of coffee with somebody, you know what I mean? And, uh, and, and, and striking a conversation. And so, um, it, you know, again, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I'm just, I, I, I always have to continue, continuously reevaluate, but sometimes, and again, it's an insecurity and sometimes it gets the best of me. Sometimes it gets the best of me because I'll think about very menial things that could be considered as hiccups or maybe the words didn't sound smooth enough or maybe i didn't ask this question that i should have asked or that i wanted to ask and then i'm hung up on it and it's second guessing yourself and so um that's one of my biggest insecurities i know i elaborated a lot but hopefully that maybe that resonates with somebody that listened i mean when it comes to me when it comes to insecurities i guess it stems even past me you know uh being raised and being grown up uh Telling, uh, being raised and grown up, uh, growing up and being raised, uh, by surroundings of people telling you, you weren't shit for you to find the confidence for you to even have the confidence to talk to someone else of the opposite sex and present yourself to present your ego at a young age and be like, I am the shit, but to realize all that stuff that was before that did that shit didn't matter, but coming in terms to fight those battling thoughts, like Jerry was saying, those um, understanding, like, I'd I'd self-load because that stemmed from the household that I came from. You know, it's so easy to question yourself when you're trying to understand someone else and it doesn't necessarily go the way you want it to, but that's life and that's how you learn new results, right? Is it fear of rejection? Uh, Fear of rejection, yeah. And when you do face the rejection, it's not as bad as what you've, what the mind sets up it to actually be because it's actually one, maybe you got to work on yourself or two. It's the situation that you put yourself into because of how you were talking perceiving to the mic. or talking, talking you know what I'm saying? to the mic, talking to the mic yeah. all day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> baby, yeah, we out here. You know what I'm saying? Shout so, out Casanova. So all day, baby. So you, <laughs> yes, sir. 
So, oh, you, yeah. so you're saying that a lot of the insecurities you have stem from how you were raised. How how I was raised. Was it like like they were saying like was so, it to the standard of so, how I am my own worst critic? I can like I we all know ourselves, right? We know when we can be the most funniest. We know we can when we can be the most enthusiastic. Was I the most enthusiastic? Do I have to question myself when I'm at a date and I'm looking my date in the eye? So we're where smiling, do, having a good time. Where do but we? Why would I have to? Because it stemmed from insecurities. Where do we draw the line from? From this is our parents' fault to this is my fault. Like you don't want to blame the parents, but you can understand the parents. But, but you have to take some level of responsibility. Yeah, your parents. I'm gonna take the responsibility. I'm not speaking about you in general. I'm speaking. I'm speaking in general. But like, as like all of our parents, we wouldn't. They wanna... didn't know anything. Like you know, just like they make mistakes. We have to give some level of grace. They're gonna continue to make some mistakes. But at a certain point, we know this. So now we have to look in the mirror and say, okay, tying this back is into what... sympathy and the definition that you gave. Me having kids. Uh-huh. Made me have the sympathy to understand the perspective. Did you forgive? I think lung, forgiveness. I think at some level, as we're growing up, that's that's one. We thing think I'm our parents on. are superheroes. That's one. We thing think I'm our parents. Hey, when I grew up, I thought right listen, there. What you just broke. I think it's important in, though. When when I grew a, up in trauma, yes, I looked at my parent as some sort of superhero on some aspects. Or well, she's raising me. My mom, she's raising me this way. Yeah. This is what it is. But at some level, once you get to a certain level. You have to understand, oh, wait, my mom's human. You know, she's not just my mom. She's going to have people she's going to be with. She's going to mess up. She's going to do something wrong. And at some level is acceptance and understanding that exactly. my mom's not perfect or my parents aren't perfect. So my that that's huge. Away from the military, he was away all the time. Mom was the one that was raising us. And when she wasn't at work, she was doing what she could at the house. But my sister was the one naturally raising me. Mm-hmm. So... It's just me and my sister against the world in another country. So it, with in Japan, it, with insecurities the that you have now, be. self-esteem. You can't blame anybody else for your self-esteem because yeah, you can't consider because it's your self-esteem. So in regards to that and the insecurities that you have, fault. it's that it's how my perception of how my parents raised me and how I perceive the world. So if I change my perspective on the world, but have you done that yet? I'm working on it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I can at least like I guess that's awesome. Look, look Shout in the mirror so. like the, and that's that's the late. That's I the guess hardest thing. That's to do. the late blooming I was talking about. That's yeah. not calling the, it late blooming acceptance. <laughs> but that's the acceptance. I guess the term that I was trying to find. Or uh, how, you said you. How old are you? Twenty-seven. That I just, makes sense. I'm turning twenty-eight in October. I, so I tell this to everybody, and people told me this when even I was young I too. Kid at a young age. That's not even. Like, Listen to what I'm saying. So. <laughs> No, when you turn 27, when you turn 27, people would tell me this too when I was young too, like something like a light bulb goes off or you just start changing or you mm-hmm. start, you know, it just happens at 27, like something switches. So you're at that age. So that's why you're starting to start to think and look at yourself differently and look at what your parents did yeah. and how you could have done something differently or how you want to raise your daughters now is because like, I don't know, what, I, I don't know what it is. Something about 27. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. But at that age, something just, it clicks. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Situational awareness, whether it be life, uh, whether it be uh, um, personal experiences, your environment, 
So to go on with relationships and stuff, do you guys ever, I know you guys probably have, but do you guys ever lie to girls to get what you want? All the time. (laughs) He said all the, without a hesitation. All the time. Oh, man. I think it's important to recognize that, um, that's, that's, that's what happens. I mean, especially with me, like, you know, looking at things, I know, I'm, I know how to talk well, right? Mm. So with that, I have used that in times to lie and get out of certain situations, whether it's me being caught cheating um, or just, I think that's when it stemmed, like more in a relationship. I don't typically lie to someone I don't really know, but if I'm going to say something to you that's going to A, end a relationship or B, you know, upset you, I might hold that. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. when it came down to where I would lie. As far as me like lying in the beginning with someone. Where, how far are we talking into the relationship? Because many times in the first impressions of the relationship, you don't want to necessarily start It doesn't start matter off, though if you're like, trying to get you something don't you want. You don't want to start off in the first impression of with a lie. So I guess everybody that's does open most question. of the time. Though. Yeah, yeah. I lie. I think oh, the other times that I've lied would be stemming from that. Like I would mess with girls with how to girlfriend. And if they ask if I had a girlfriend, I'd tell them no. So mm-hmm. my lies were always coming down because I was cheating. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't really lying about myself. So. Nah. Yeah, whether I think, uh, sorry. No, you go. I think whether it's in retrospect or it's in present time, I mean, it's it's all applicable. Like, <laughs> dude, I remember when I was in high school, I remember I lied to my ex-girlfriend and I told her that I was, I was older than her and she actually was a year older than me. She believed it. <laughs> What did you get out of that, <laughs> bro? I got what I, I I got what any young high schooler wants that um, that yeah, obviously older. has no conviction. But would that have changed the fact right. of the situation? The potentially, the day, yeah. The Poten- truth being revealed, but yeah, potentially, yeah. Because she wanted to sleep with you. She was gonna sleep with you if Regardless. you were sixteen or seventeen. Yeah. I didn't know that. He wanted that. You I didn't know, Jerry. And she wanted that long stroke. She wanted that Jerry. She wanted that J Lo. She wanted that J Lo. No, I. Well, I mean, in my eyes, I didn't know that. I didn't know that, and I was just trying to seal the deal. Went, I, yeah, feel, I wanted. I wanted to make. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. taking the risk. I wanted to make sure that every duck. Was in a row to be able yeah, to make my move. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, and so, um, you know, for me, I started. I started going to church, <laughs> and uh, I ended up breaking up with her. She wanted to stay with me, and so she stuck around. And uh, Did she ever find out? Uh, she ended up finding out yeah. on my birthday because you know. <laughs> <I didn't> have- <laughs> <laughs> she celebrated. She celebrated. What year? What year was it? Uh, it was like 2012. Uh, or 2011 she she so the way it happened was that she for so for three years she was celebrating a year over her year and so she thought I was a certain age and again this all came from the premise of you know what I mean of lying and, and trying to get what I wanted and so whether it was in retrospect or even in in in, in time present time right now um, oftentimes we lie because we're scared of missing out or we're scared of the result of, 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 yeah, of that reaction or of otherwise, insecure. uh, we, yeah, we're insecure. And so a lot of times I, I seen this post on Instagram and I thought it was really good. It was, um, it was, it said this, and I don't, I don't know if you posted it up or someone else posted it up, but it's, it's, it basically went along the lines. It's like, you are a grown adult. Yeah, you have that. Yeah, you have nothing to be scared of. Why are you lying? Yeah. Yeah, I mean and 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 that's the truth. You know what I mean? More often times than not though is we are scared when um when we feel threatened of the result that's to come 
And if that result is you not having your way or you missing out on an opportunity, quote unquote, um, you know, you will lie, um, especially if if you're not content with the result that could come or perspire from that. I remember when I told my ex, like she was 10 years older than me. And I remember telling her my so she was a pedophile. Yep, <laughs> she was in the military, so I was living. Oh, in there's Italy a lot of pedophiles and, in the military. And, and I was, uh, what's called? Quite as I a cat. was nineteen, turning twenty, and she was, uh, twenty. Uh, what was it called? Twenty nine, turning thirty. Mm-hmm. So, I Dang, thought like that, that perception. No, what he was saying though, it's it's very. So true. you lied about your age? No, I didn't lie about my age. But before that, so that confused. assumption in your brain. Should I tell her? Should I not? Should so I tell her? So did she know should, how old you? And once I told her, that 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 stress that corrodes oh, in the brain you. from the from the um, the substantial uh, standard in your brain saying like. So did you tell her before or, or after not. you slept with her? Either at the end of the day of my age, it doesn't matter because that individual is attracted to you, right? Regardless of the age, wasn't well. Was she attracted to you? Well, obviously, uh, she did. Yeah, 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 she was, but I mean... I did the age... I mean, uh, obviously, we're not going to go into that topic of does age matter, but I'm saying like the... Um, I think at a certain age, age does you matter. You do not want yeah, to... Yeah, if you're R. Kelly. Yeah, well, I'm not talking... That's not the topic, but we're talking about... I make the topic. Telling, <laughs> telling the information of what you're saying before uh, what, what you're trying to say. You're talking about lying. Exactly, lying. Yeah. But did you lie to her at all? Is my question. Hell no. But I was going off of what he was saying. That's why. Oh, okay. I get you. Oh, yeah. No, I, I pretty much stated what I stated, you know, about lying. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, you you lie for the fear of whatever results might be. you lie, you got to Which you could lie. On. Like, it's. You got to keep it going on. Exactly. You lie. Like, you lie about how much well, money you got. That, you got to keep that shit going on. You got to lie about your lifestyle. That shit's going to keep going on. You're going to lie about. How you eat, whatever, that shit's gonna keep going on. True. You're gonna keep on all that bullshit. Hey, that's just gonna follow you. Best believe that. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna mention right now. I was just thinking about that. The thing about that is when you lie about certain things, especially major things like that, you're gonna have to keep up with a lie. How I, hard is that? For dude, the age thing. Like Bro, yeah, it's like very did she hard. not go to your birthdays or what? Yo, bro, it was very hard. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing is I had a so I literally had to celebrate my birthdays apart with her, apart from my family. Don't tell me she wait, got wait, you. Pa- wait, don't, uh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, don't no. tell me she bought you like whatever. So you're you're saying you're one, you're older. So you yeah. she was getting was she getting you cakes and stuff or what? what? The different age. What did she say to you though once she found out? She didn't. Well, we weren't dating. She but just she was didn't in this, say anything. She, well, she. I, three see, years. I'm trying to. She I, I'm trying to three, nah. No, yeah, three years. I kept Seven. it up, bro. But <laughs> talk about yeah, no, talk about deliverance. Talk about deliverance. Um, and then like we were already dating. Like after year one, I thought like I would think now I could have just told her like, yo, hey, we together. Hey, hey, yeah, who cares at that point? Matter. But um, but when that we broke in your brain. So when we broke up, um, we had a broken up. I was, and again, this is in the context of me, like going to church. I was, you know, trying to change and, you know, just trying to change my ways and whatnot. And I remember I had told her, I said, <laughs> I said this, I said, I said, I was a different person back then. And oh! she said, 
Uh, I wasn't your younger. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't your different. Different. Yeah, no, but it, I mean, babe, babe, I'm different now. I was a different person back then. Look, that's not me. I'm trying to tell you the truth. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, you good. Uh, yeah, no, we're hyped I, up out here. Yeah, we're hyped up. Um, yes, sir. Yes. Sir. No, I mean, on real talk, I just you know. I had to just tell her the truth, like, yo, like, I, I was a different person. I did lie and whatnot. I had to just sort of fess up to it. Um, she was so, was she was mad, bro. She was mad. She gave me a present and left. She still got me a present after we broke up. Hey, you want to hear the funny part? She bought me a jar of pickles. Because <laughs> <laughs> you gave me that pickle. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> that's cut. That's cut. God damn it. <laughs> Anyways, no edit. What I was going no to edit. say, Any what I was going here. to say, was that song, she was man. she was not not mad that you lied about your age. It was that you felt the need to lie to her so at all. Lie. Yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty much what it was. I think she was just really in shock. I think one of the things was is that because we were just together for three years. Yeah. That was one of the things that got her the worst Double life. But then, yeah. then you start thinking, well, if he lied about that, then what else, what else did, he did he lie about? about? What else did he lie about? And then, so, like, with that, not to really expound on the relationship, I mean, that in itself, like, was just, it was just a really bad relationship. I think one of the things is, I think that's also one of the things about getting in a relationship when you're so young, is that you're not the fully... of a relationship. Mm, I don't even I think in part it's that but it's just, you're not fully developed Ready to understand to understand the dynamics of a relationship yeah again it's it, again it's not fully that it's just it's also understanding you know just yourself and being like being transparent you know what I mean uh, when you're like when you're younger in high school you're so you're so bought off of this peer pressure that you gotta be a certain way or act a certain way and you start trying to fit yourself into that that status quo and um and you you end up not being necessarily true to yourself so like for me and her that and so there was a lot of lies i mean i remember like right before i broke up with her like she was like cheating on me and talking to her ex and stuff like that wait pause so she had the nerve to be mad at you about your age, but she was cheating on you. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing is that Jesus came in my life and I just gave her a lot of grace. And so I broke up with her and just let her be on her own. But see, that's where you got, you know, the good karma. You know what I'm saying? Stay true to you. That's all it is. And do you have another question, Terry? On to the next. Let's go on to some more music. Let's go. What do we have, DJ? So this is somebody that i want to have on my podcast and i'm gonna hit him up dope sing singer songwriter is written for beyonce this is tc tion christian and the song's called toxic tell me what's the fascination with making me cry again Is this just a game? Is it a game? Yeah. Tell me, do you get pleasure when I cry? I believe you want to destroy me Why you got me like this? Cause I feel it when you touch me You can't deny that it's something Seems like you don't care, don't give a fuck how I feel What a shame Why you can't 
what do you think about a situation? Why do you got me waiting for you to touch me, for you to love me, for you to do everything that you should do? I don't know why I keep on falling for the wrong mother. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, yes. I, I could talk 10 shots in. Uh, <laughs> so do I, bro. I just like to talk. But we were talking about a lot about uh, standards and, pers- and expectation. I wanted to read this because it's something I written a while ago. And I think I talked about it when we did the podcast with Charles a couple years ago. But anyways, mm. it says expectation versus standards. Expectations are predetermined obligations that people know that they should have to meet. That's why you can't have expectation for people you don't know. Or people you are just learning because they necessarily do not know what you expect. Standards are basic bottom lines that someone has to meet in order to continue to be around you and earn your expectation. Your standards are the way that you live. They are your principles, your morals, etc. People can step in and step up to expectations, but if they can't meet your standards, then you have to walk away. Expectations lead to disappointment. I used to say that means you shouldn't have expectations, but no. You just need to learn how to handle disappointment. And when people disappoint you based on expectations that they have already agreed to that they need to be spoken to or maybe just need to disappear. Spoken to. Mm. No, seriously, it's not you know, serious I, business. Yeah. No, but no, seriously, I feel like uh, expectations are something that you, you know you. I think that sometimes we put on people, or in relationships, we put on people without them meeting standards in the first place. Mm. So if this girl doesn't do shit that I, like she already does stuff that I don't like or whatever, why am I gonna then throw an expectation on her when she's not even meeting up it's to like my a standards? Exactly. Mm-hmm. If you can't meet this prequalification. You're not going to be able to do You're just not going to do that. That's just the reality. I like that. I haven't heard that. I like that. You're I like welcome. that perspective on things. It's really good. Don't worry. I'll send it to you. <laughs> send that so I can uh, digest that later. Right? So just with living and being alive, we all know that there's a difference. I'm grateful. Li- living and just being alive. Mm-hmm. But are you guys actually living right now? And to add on to that, do you feel that you need to be in a relationship to live a fulfilled life. Not at all. Not at all. I but you're I, a lover. I am a lover and sometimes at a fault too. Not sometimes, <laughs> most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. I'm a I'm a hopeful romantic, I would call it. Not a hopeless, but a hopeful romantic. I definitely feel like I'm full of hope. Um but I I think right now in this time of my life, um and I would say in most times of my life i can at least speak personally 
Um, obviously, there's been some previous podcasts that I've came out in that I've told you. Uh, I've came out of some things. You know what I mean? The 11 deaths, two deaths this year, my, my brother being very ill. And, um, you know, his his life you know, being in jeopardy, just in, just in that, that in itself it, and, and a lot of other external, um, you know, situations that have happened in my life have, have taken a number, but I feel like for myself being a single man, um, you know, out of a relationship, um, grateful for it, but out of a relationship and just in the place that I'm at right now in my life, I feel that I'm starting to live now. I do understand the feeling of living though in being single in my singleness and I could I could definitely say that it's it it it's it's um it's very joyful, it's very fulfilling and um when you come into that understanding that um you don't need somebody even though you would like it, you don't need somebody in your life to feel fulfilled. Um there's a lot more peace. Um, and at least, at least that's what, what I could say from my life. So yes, I, I do feel like I am living right now. Um, Wes, Wes, Wes. I like that. I just want anybody listening to this to, to, to understand, like, you know, for, for dudes to be able to get around and talk about these things, like this is, this is very important, but at the same time, the gratefulness on the other end should be received because, this is rare. Like, we don't see this. It's not publicized that we should be talking about stuff like this. And for mm -hmm. us to be able to get on here, I want to say shout out to you for sure about talking about stuff like that. Because the vulnerability level is definitely important. And um, I think for me personally, I, w I was in relationships for a long time. You know, yeah. being 24 now, I was on and off in relationships. So I was like 16. So being single is like, oh, this is different. You know, yeah. this is like, wow. You know, but I, I definitely believe in... Living, um, I have options. I can do what I want. Really, yeah. in reality, that's why I'm out on vacation right now. Um, I feel like that's that's me living. But now being single, my priorities are just different. Before mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, this is for us. This is for we. This is for how mm -hmm. we're gonna build later on. Yeah. Whether if you get up and do anything, I'm building for us every single day. Yeah. So now that aspect of being able to say I'm gonna build for me is interesting because. Imagine how much more I can do, which I have done in two months, yeah. for myself when my time was being divided. Because mm -hmm. I'm a, as an entrepreneur, I, a relationship you have to put time in. Yeah. You have to put like, bro, that's a job, yeah. right? So I get home, it's equity. Yeah. So now I'm at home. I have to spend four hours with you because mm -hmm. me sitting on a computer in in people's eyes isn't spending time. So now I'm it's living. Not. Yeah. So, <laughs> so now I'm living with a whole different perspective of okay now i could do for me so if i want to get on a plane and go fly wherever i want i have the means and the ability to do so so i really feel like at my point in life i feel like i'm living and um you know adapting to focusing on me and what i want yeah what not hey what you want to eat and what i what i want to eat yeah. and that's a whole different life than do what do we, we want how do we want to move yeah and i think that's important when we look at being single i feel like i could be fulfilled uh, and I'm being fulfilled by being single because I realize in relationships, I'm looking for the other person to, yeah. to possibly bring something to the table of having my back. Yeah. Now I'm like talking to myself like, nah, it's okay. You're yeah. all right. You're good. Yeah. You're not bad. You're not wrong. Instead of needing mm -hmm. it from someone else. It's cool to hear from someone else, yeah. but when we need it from somebody else, that's when we start 
Blurred lines. Yeah, blurred lines. And we're not taking we're not taking responsibility for ourselves. So now yeah. I'm actually building a relationship with myself. And I think that's going to put me on another level mm-hmm. in terms of living. Gross. Yeah. I You know, I think, too, for those that are listening, I think it's important to understand in being single. <laughs> and, um, you know, this is totally whether, you know, if you want to run with this or you don't. But. Being single and enjoying your life and building yourself doesn't necessarily mean that you got to be a hoe either and being single either. Preach. Really. Preach, you know preach. what I mean? Because that's the truth. Sometimes we relate being single. It's like, oh, I'm just going to do what I want. I'm just going to go out here and I'm going to mess with this person and mess with that person. Whether you're a girl or you're a guy, like, you know, like you want to just, you know, I'm just going to go and it's going to be a frenzy. That doesn't necessarily help anything. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just bypasses. Basically, well, you're putting just a you're putting a right. You're putting you're putting a bandaid on something that actually needs to heal. You know what I mean? Like you have there, to give some time to heal. focus. That's guys, not focus. That's not focus at all. That's having sex and then yeah, your focus is a distraction. It's yeah, exactly. Yes. And sometimes that opens up a can of worms that you do you did not want. That was worse than actually being in an actual relationship. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, and 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 so. You know, it's, you know, it's like what was being mentioned right now, you know, focus on yourself, build yourself. A lot of people don't know how to do that. You know I'm what I mean? currently learning how to do that, but a lot of people like, like to said, focus late on, blooming. Late we're not doing late blooming, but <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, my personal growth, I had to do that. Yeah. Personal growth doesn't Everything, mean late blooming though. Late blooming within my own personal growth. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no, I understand what you're saying. What he was saying, like, I completely agree because when it comes down to it, like, when I was in the, the when I went to relationships, and it, like I said, it stems from my relationship patterns from how I was raised. So growing up in a, a household where my dad was the one that was the one uh, doing everything. So me growing up seeing that translating in my mind, in my perspective, perspective. You got to do everything to make the other person happy. No, that develops a codependent relationship and that power dynamic becomes unequal within the relationship because one, you could be doing that one, you're going to be sending yourself for a failure because you're going to be unhappy trying to make that other person happy because she's not happy. Mm-hmm. And understanding the happiness becomes something that you both communicate on a ride together in the relationship, understanding each other, you know, whether it be from intimate moments beyond the physical, understanding each other on an emotional aspect, understanding each other on a growth aspect. But it takes time. It's not going to be that one relationship right out of high school. It's not going to be that one relationship right out of middle school. Going into relationships, you think you know what relationships are going into middle school. You just hugging and holding hands because it's, <laughs> it's just what? It's it's that, that attention you feel. You like that on both sides. It's you know called hormones. It's that hormones. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have, speaking of hormones, have you guys but how seen do we that, develop that show on Netflix? Idea of hormones. It's like a cartoon. What the hell is it called? I think it might be called like... No. <laughs> well, I, I'm going to figure out what the name of the show is called, but <laughs> like it's so inappropriate for kids. However... Rick and Morty? No. No. <laughs> I feel like kids should watch it though, because you're gonna, they're gonna learn a lot of stuff about their their bodies, one, and then like you know what it goes through. But to piggyback off of what Jerry was saying, I want to play this video, um, or you guys can listen to it. Um, it's funny. Um, this 
this kid um, was basically, he's not a kid, he's an adult, but he was um, basically playing a prank on his dad saying that his uh, girl that he's messing with um, got pregnant. So I'm going to play the, the clip or whatever. It's really funny, though, his dad. But I'm playing it for a reason, and I'll, I'll talk about <laughs> it afterwards. So Go for sir. it, go for it. Here we go. Now what? Now what? Get one of my god for. What's her name? Said she might be pregnant, man. Who? Petey, stupid ass. Fucking with these old raggedy ass old. Nah, but you so goddamn stupid. Fuck you, man. What you deserve? You get what you motherfucking deserve. She might be pregnant, daddy. I won't give a fuck. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Keep telling your dumb ass not to be fucking around with these goddamn young ass goddamn old. Nah, but dumb. Your dick tell you what to do. You rather listen to your goddamn dickhead than you rather listen to your real brain. Shit, stupid motherfucker. Her ass fat too, daddy. I won't give a fuck what her fatty ass is. Damn. She stupid, you stupid. Two stupid motherfuckers having a baby gonna be a stupid motherfucking kid. Man, come on, daddy. Man, you can't be saying. All I gotta say whatever the fuck I want to say. Cause both of y'all are stupid like a motherfucker. Damn, dog. Tell her to quit fucking with you, and you quit fucking with her. Like talking to two stone goddamn walls. Shit, dog. That's your goddamn business. I want a boy anyway, though. I want a boy in my ass. You can't even take care of three girls, you motherfucking guy. How the fuck you gonna take care of a boy? Damn, dog. Stupid motherfucker. I only got, I got one. Man, I don't even want to hear that shit. For abortion money, though. What? I got one fifty for abortion. Yeah, but I want you another one fifty. You ain't getting it from me. You ain't getting it from me. You better tell Didi to go out there and suck some dick to make up that hundred fifty dollars or something. But you ain't getting it from fucking me. Sick and tired of y'all stupid young ass motherfuckers. Well, you you my backbone, daddy. Back my ass, motherfucker. If I don't got it, you got it. I ain't got shit for you. Damn, dog. I ain't, I ain't had your back when you out there fucking these hoes and making them pregnant. Hell no. I told you don't have no goddamn kids until you ready. No, you want to go out there and fuck on the, the pussy man that's good. Man, pussy man. Man, fuck you, he man. You was your first time too when you first had fuck some goddamn you. pussy, daddy. You first thing you had some pussy. Nigga, I was 32 years old before I had my motherfucker. had your stupid ass. 30 motherfucking two. That's a long time, daddy. You goddamn right. Long time, but you did good then, daddy. You damn right I did good. I did whatever the fuck I wanted to do until I was ready to have a goddamn kid. I'm a real nigga, daddy. You ain't shit. A real nigga take care of his motherfucking own. Real nigga get out there and work. A real nigga have his own motherfucking place. So I'm a bitch nigga. You're a bitch nigga. <laughs> But the reason I played that, that part's funny. You a bitch, nigga. Jesus. But the reason I played that um, was just to say, like, he basically his dad was telling the truth. Like, when he wasn't out here having fun, he was living his life, doing whatever he wanted to do mm -hmm. for the time um, being. Exactly. And when he was ready to to settle down and have a kid, then that's what he, he did. He did the stuff. I don't, I don't want to say the right way because there's no right or wrong way. Quote, unquote. But, you know, like, just to piggyback off of what Jerry was saying, like, sex isn't, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a temporary high and it's a temporary, you know. Feel, it's that emotion that thrive, but like an emotion, it too shall pass. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Are you going to say something tomorrow? Um, I think in the aspect of talking about, like, doing what you want, um, I think it's important for us, to, A, to be able to have that. And to add context and kind of what I was saying earlier about me doing the things that I want, um, it wasn't sexual, but I, I'm going to add that. But beyond that, knowing the sacrifices, every time we do something, we're sacrificing something. 
So, you know, spending your time to have sex with somebody, you're sacrificing your time. You're sacrificing a possible relationship at that time. Like, when you're doing what you want and add a context to it, as long as you know, you know, the possibilities of both spectrums being positive and negative, then you know that. And then you continue doing it. And I think that's a part of living. Like, a lot of, we really should be able to do what we want in this life. And I promote that and I talk about that all the time. However, on the backside, you, you know, in the negatives and positives of what can occur. The accountability, what we were talking yeah. about when it traces back to at the end of the day. And that's going to help you decide. It's going to be positive or negative. But that that's energy. The individual's karma. Yeah, that energy you're going to keep moving on is, is going gonna, is gonna to follow you when you're or, doing what you want. Good or bad, yeah, you'll do what you want. That karma will follow you. But as long as the intention is behind it, you know, like, let's say I could do what I want, let's say, in a past life. And it was clouded by bad intention. But let's say you want to correct it. You can correct that in your current life. Don't Don't get me wrong, like. Life isn't over for any individual. You can make a change with, with whatever you are facing, whatever aspect has make you feel or has made you feel like you are defeated in the current moment. It's it's like an emotion. It shall pass. We yeah. all have individual things, whether um, we look at it in a personal aspect or in that first point of view. Like this is the end of me. No, it's not. Because you are still here. We are all still here. We have all had those traumatic moments where we were like, damn, this is me. Like, is this me right now? Is this the end is this the end of the road? But till we push ourselves and we actually wake up the next day and be like, nah, man. We're blessed with another day. We're Whoa. blessed with other opportunities. There is another way. Yeah. Like you say, with your business opportunities, there is another way for my mind to facet another opportunity in my Options. mind. Options. Options all day. What is what is life? How are you living life if you can't do what you want? And due Very to the perspectives, true. we can change the perspective and we can make other options due to changing our perspective. And I'm not saying not to have sex if you want to have sex because you can do whatever you want. Kids, However, not, not be smart about it. Don't, yes. you know, let the p- people that whether it's your guy or girl, let the other person know your intentions before you so you there's no drama and there's no you yeah know. there's That's no backlash behind yeah. it there's no, no the kids not getting affected within the kid being raised what are you talking about <laughs> oh you're talking about if you had kids with the person yeah just oh, okay just in, which is an effect of having sex unprotected guys. yeah when you do what you want remember yeah. that remember that because hey man like the kids remember the kids will remember how they feel kids remember what how they feel being raised in a household whether mom and dad are happy or not, they can realize if mom's not happy, they can see the tears down to mom or dad's face and understand, hey, they're not all right, but I'm going to do what I can because I'm a kid. I can't do much, but I'm going to try to do what I can as a, like, out of my little, you know, like, to make you happy. Like, hey, I'm a child. Like, what can I do? And that pressure weighs on to the next generation. That shit trickles down, too. As a child, yeah, as family, it can lead into generational curses as well. West, West. You know, one thing I say is, you know, just listening right now, it, it is true. The reality is, you could do what you want. You can, but, but you should. Exactly. And so this, so so what I want to say is this: is you can do what you want. And I know that there's this there's this huge talk on you know that's predicated on freedom, 
you know, you have the freedom to choose whatever you want to do. But here's the reality. Sometimes freedom, the best freedom you can have comes with boundaries. The best freedom you can have comes with limitations. Because if you want to do what you want, sometimes you become a slave to the very result of what's brought from that from that action. And so and so if you ain't trying to have kids, I'm just gonna be straight up. You ain't trying to have kids, you're free to do what you want. But if you ain't trying to have kids and you end up having kids, you suffocate. You fucked yourself over having kids because you like you were saying. Yeah. You well you you've you've basically to have kids. You've basically stunted your freedom or whatever your perception is of freedom. So remember Everything, everything comes with with the decisions that you make. So, if 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 you have this certain idea of what freedom looks like, your choices will very, very, very easily stifle that perception that you have um, if you're choosing the wrong the wrong things. Because it's not moving with attention. When I speak about no this, intention, if you, the, I think one of the worst things you can do is move with no attention. Yeah, you know, I in the money aspect and energy aspect, if you have an idea, that's in reality, most people don't know what they want. Even in conversations, most people don't know what they want. And then after that, they look at it, but they're doing different things. People talk about, well, I want to do this. I want to make money. I want to do this. Mm. But their actions every day don't align. So you want, think about it. Like you want a girlfriend but you're going to go to a club and look at getting a girl while you guys are drinking. Is that the best way? Those ideas Those, don't match. Right. So it's matching what you want with the intentions and the actual, mm-hmm. you know, strategic planning. But the first step is how do I get what I want? What do I want? Which most people don't know. And then B is respecting yourself enough to say, you know what? I do want a girlfriend. So I'm not going to have. There's girls that I, I talk to and I say I respect her and I want to possibly be with her. I'm not going to have sex with her. For a certain amount of time. Yeah. And that's following along with, if I see you as someone I could date, I'm not going to do that to possibly ruin it. So I think it's moving with intention. Yeah. yeah. I think also to piggyback off that, I would always tell people a while ago that like, you have to be ready yeah. for what you want. And I don't mean ready and like the, the physical aspect, but like just even getting your life in order. Like if I want a relationship, I want a girl, well, what's going to make me stand out. So that means I need to change stuff. If I'm always going to the club, then I need to stop going to the club because I want my life to look like this. Yes. So if I want my life to look like this, I need to position myself in a way where my life is like this now. Right. So I'm ready. So I'm ready. So when it does come, I'm ready for Before it. Before the result. Well, exactly. That's cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is something that um, you perceive in something like you were saying. You want a relationship, but why are you going out to the clubs seeking out something that's not long term? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So those Ooh, you're, I like that. Those you know, that. You're moving in a way where it's like you want something, but you're you're holding yourself back from it. So your mind and your body are not connecting at the same thing. Yep, so that's true. cognitive dissonance. So your mind and your body's not fully connecting. So you know you're not being truly authentic within within your individual self. And, and people I, quit before they want like if you yeah. have to make yourself ready. Before you get what you want, which means you had to prepare, Mm -hmm. which means you took the time to be disciplined enough. You really will get what you want when you do that. However, we skip that step and go, I'm going to go do this. And then when it starts and you don't get that instant gratification, you get rejected on the first girl you ask out. You done. You're like, nah, nah, nah. I'm going to lie. I'm going to go back lying. And then I think a lot of times, too, that we try to keep up with with the Kardashians. And what I mean by that is that like you just your friends around you, your friends may not want no relationship. They're going out to the club. So you got to put on this persona, even though that's not something you want to do. Whatever. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm, that's, I'm, I'm sorry. From the South, man. I'm that's that's Florida, super dog. important, like, though, if you look at it, on that aspect of who you're surrounding yourself with in line with what you're doing. That makes it, sense. And it's funny. I told my friend recently, she was um, talking to this guy. She's going to listen to this, too. She know I'm talking about her. But um, he wasn't, yeah, he was, he wasn't, <laughs> he's not a good texter and all this other stuff. Like, you know, like, and I'm like, well, is he always on Instagram? She's like, no, he doesn't really post stuff on Instagram either. And I'm like, well, then maybe he's just not on his phone. Like there's, she's like, but it's 2021. Everybody's on their phone. Not everybody is on their phone. Nope. Like you should be happy that he's not on his phone. If he's giving you the attention that you need while you guys are in person and stuff, he's just not a phone person. But to go along with that, she was just saying like, just with, business and everything else or whatever in her life is going on and i'm like well the reason why your life's not working out the way that you want it to right now is because you hanging out with broke ass bitches like your friends don't have anything going for them so that helps you put the perception on other things that doesn't help growth in a sense yeah like if you are living this lifestyle and you're hanging out with these people like they say like you're a product of your environment birds of a feather flock together even though you may not want to be that bird but you're and just like we were talking about earlier about energy and like the stuff that you're around, you're surrounding yourself around, you become a product of that. So and that negative energy, the negative energy, influence. even though you're trying to be positive, it's seeping into you. So you're not really getting what you, you want out of the situation. So why you got to protect what you listen to, you who you listen to. Energy. Because protect I've watched energy. people lead somebody in a relationship that was like, I don't know if I should be with them. And they're in bad relationship. They're like, nah, you shouldn't be with this person. You shouldn't do this, that, and mm-hmm. that. And I look and I say, well, as the people around you have what you want. So I had to check myself. I was asking people for relationship advice that was single, that was divorced. And then that's when you were, yeah. Mm. Like, then, so then I realized, wait a minute. Unless they're licensed or... Yeah, I, yeah, I'm lo- I'm, yeah, I'm looking back at it like, wait, why am I not asking the person I know that's happily married? Mm-hmm. Why am I not asking them? For successful tips so look, yeah, and, yeah. And, and outlooks that I can actually uh, learn from. Yeah, instead of looking on what not to do. I think you can learn exactly. from what not to do. It ties back into that uh, uh, f- uh, thing we were talking about. What we focus on is uh, what will manifest, which, uh, what mm-hmm. you guys were mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's super important to, to, if we tie that all together and being intentional and doing these different things, it matters on who you're around. It matters if you hang around single friends. It's a different story than you hang around people that are in, in relationships. Like usually when you're in a relationship... I usually hang around people that are already in relationships because we're going to do stuff that we do in relationships. If you're single, that's two different things we do. You can definitely read the vibe if someone wants to be single. And mm-hmm. um, you can definitely dictate from that and delegate, you know. But, um, I mean, nowadays, I mean, the game is a little bit different. But uh, No, the game remains the same. Yeah, the play is remains the same. The game remains the same. I think in regards yes, to, con- I think so. One of the, actually, as a matter of fact, I, I, um, I was listening to this podcast, and actually, it's really intriguing to me. Cognitive difficult, uh, dissonance actually happens probably at the age of 25 if i'm not mistaken for most males and i think females as well are probably a little bit sooner for females since females mature mentally it's proven scientifically uh earlier but cognitive dissonance for those of you that don't know it's the state of having inconsistent thoughts beliefs or attitudes especially in relating to behavioral uh decisions and uh and attitude change so um 
with that being said, it's just something that you got you guys should know of. Um, you know, when it comes to cognitive cognitive dissonance, um, it, it's something actually that's proven scientifically and uh, psychologically. When you when you want to keep your your mind sharp in your 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 behavior and your attitude up to par, uh, a good. And this is just a little bit of side note um, for those of you that are listening to the podcast. If you want to actually grow in that or at least be able to sustain that, it's proved scientifically the best way to sustain it is actually through physical health. So I know this is sort of like a side plug on it, but I just want you guys to know what that is so that you guys could be aware. Um, cognitive dissonance is exactly that. And the best way to keep it actually, it's scientifically proven is for you to maintain your physical health. So you going to the gym and actually keeping yourself physically fit will help your mind as well. So um, there's a, a lot of psychological and and, and mental, well, let's say psychological as well, uh, benefits to that. So I just thought I'd plug that in for those of you that are listening. We yes, appreciate sir. that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to play the last song of the podcast. Yeah. This one is one of my favorites. It samples uh, Donnell Jones. Um, but this is Tone Still, and it's when you love someone y'all gonna know the sample Mm -hmm. didn't mean to destroy you i know i ignored you but i want to be yours and i want to be open now oh now you're emotional how did we switch roles Get closer now It's never too late I'm trying to believe So let's keep the pace I'm trying to be patient But I keep on pacing We've been running away From communicating Baby, let's face it It's just conversation now No more temptation No more misbehaving When you love someone You just don't treat them bad Oh, how Felt so sad Didn't wanna leave You're pouring your heart to me How could I let this be? Just needed time to see Where I wanna be I know you got pressure But she never measured I know she had leverage But I never let He got next He got next Good, I'm glad that this is helping you get back into making some content, but that was Tone Still. Um, He got next. If y'all haven't listened to his EP album, please go ahead and do so. Amazing. Now. Amazing. Dope, dope artist. Um, But just before we get get wrapping this up or whatever, um, I feel like this second part was all over the damn place. But I really want to ask you guys um, this last question to, you know, what do you think i think that a lot of my episodes i talk about purpose and stuff and what do you feel that your purpose is who wants to go first i'll you. take it away you, you go ahead go you got it. uh i feel that <clears throat> my purpose in life um at this point is to help others understand um finances and in financial literacy and how important that is in the long run to build generational wealth. And that's something I focus on with my brand elevate now brands. Um, but I think that's my biggest purpose, leading people 
to more options than I particularly had when I was making money at a young age, a younger age, should I say. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like financially, there's something called the Maslow hierarchy effect. And it talks about, you know, your needs. And one of your needs at the lowest level is finances. So I feel like if I can give back and help people do that at some level, finances are survival, right? That's the reality. So I'm helping people survive in a manner of giving them information about finances and helping them understand there's other options to live your life. And um, so I think that's, that's, I don't think, I, I know that's definitely my purpose and, and, you know, I'm doing that now. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, that's great. I think uh, on my side, um, when it comes to purpose, um, growing up younger, when I, when I was finding my own expression when it comes to music, that was uh, my attainment through the idea of what I thought was purpose. But that was just the uh, facet of uh, expressing myself. As I had my own children, that was my um, further understanding of my purpose when it comes to um, furthering the understanding of what my parents passed down to me and what I took in and what is the best way that I can change it. Not in disregard or neglect or negativity or disrespect towards the sacrifices that the future generations put upon me, but how can I delegate in my own life, in my own scenario, in my own awareness of what I can do for my own scenario and teach upon the next generation for my daughters so they don't encounter someone either the past like me so they can actually have someone better. So they see someone that, you know how they say like uh, in relationships, uh, someone, uh, the children or uh, when you're in a relationship, sometimes like uh, you can have these nuances where, uh, they represent your parents in a caring aspect or something like that. And um, that's that's what trapped me in in my last relationship. Um, the caring aspect. So let's say caring. when you didn't have the caring aspect growing up. Karen, that's what threw me off. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that. Yeah, hey, yeah I really thought you said Karen. Here, okay, it's COVID. <laughs> no, I thought you said Karen. I was like, what the hell is that? Never, no, okay, I get you. But in terms of the caring aspect, you look towards someone that you want someone to care for you in that aspect. But no, as an adult, you understand that, hey, I'm an adult. Those traumas in the past, I don't need to be looked over as a child or cared for as a child. No, like, I got to be loved as an individual myself. You know, but going back to my purpose, understanding my own lessons and my stories, I'll give it out, whether it be a podcast, a story, a music video, uh, letters on the table, it gets passed on to the next generation, whatever the case may be. That's awesome. That's awesome. And yourself, Jerry? Well, <laughs> I almost had a Kodak Black moment where I'm like, I don't know. Wes, <laughs> Wes, I guess so. Hey, man. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. Um, right now, my purpose in life is to, and I'm just real note, is um, for those of you that know me, that have heard me in the other podcasts, obviously, 
um, I can come off a little preachy, but that's also because it's in my nature. Uh, by my nature, I'm a teacher, I'm a preacher, and uh, you know, I respect any any realms of faith. But uh, for me, I love I love Jesus, I love God, and um, I love you know. I also love just being myself and being transparent, and I think that. There's nothing wrong in uh, in being able to express who you are. I think that this generation, even more so now, needs people that are real and that can actually connect with them, uh, not through just a not through just a platform, but actually within proximity and, and to be able to relate into people's lives. And so, for me, um, my my purpose in this in this world and in this life, I would say, is to uh, know God and know people more. Um, and to be able to help people in whatever sphere of life that is, whether it's to empower them to being uh, the best version of themselves or to empower them into getting to know a relationship with their creator more, um, whatever it may be, my mission in life and on this earth is one to make God famous, but also uh, to be able to uh, relate with people in a way where um, it's unquestionable that they know that that God is real and um, and that they know that um, that their life has has value, that there's there there is unlimited value on their life and their life is that valuable that a good life was sacrificed for them so that they can actually have life and life fully um, in him. And uh, that's just my conviction. But uh, for me personally, uh, I love people and I just want to I, I want to make God known to people in a way that maybe perhaps people haven't uh, been able to see because of whatever stigma they had in life. And I know how sometimes uh, religion and 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 faith and spheres of faith in regard to Jesus and God sometimes can have a bad connotation on people. But my mission is to be able to speak a language of faith where all people can understand, whether that's in one way or another. Um, it, it all leads to to the same way. At least my mission is in uh, you know that's just uh, that's coming with skill and craft, dedication and time, reading and getting to know and maximizing moments with people. So that's my purpose in life. At least that's what I would say. Besides that, it's also to show the proof of God. Proof of God. When I say that, that's that's the proof of God. Also showing God's existence through my life. And uh, sometimes we could talk about God being real, but if He's not real through the life that's being told that he's real then people won't ever believe it so for me personally it's to show the proof of god and, and the proof of god is actually actually showing that you actually are living and we've been created to live and we've been also be we've also been created to create so that's my mission in life yeah you said all that and i just made me want to play this song i wasn't going to play another song but it's called secret and it's by out of eden um and I'm, i'll talk about it after i play it um but here it is. <laughs> Strange. 
So that was Out of Eden Secret. And the reason I played that song, Jerry was talking um, just about, you know, being a light. I guess you could say being a light mm-hmm. to the world. And I felt like that song was just very important. I, I love that song because song dictates basically this girl walks up to her and says, like, what do you know that I don't know? Like, why are you so happy? Like, everything that's going on in the world right now, even mm-hmm. today, what we're living in, this is around, like, this song came out around the time of uh, the World Trade Center, 9-11. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but just with the pandemic things, everything that we're going through right now, um, basically, you know, like, the best way to show your light is or show God to people is, you know, by living it. Mm-hmm. But that is really all I have for you guys, or all we have for you guys on the podcast. On. But I want to let my counterparts uh, shout out their Instagrams and anything that they got going on so you can uh, look out for it and follow them. Go ahead. You already know. Demario here with Elevate Now Brands, right? My Instagram is at Elevate Now Brands with the S at the end. Um, I teach people three things how to build assets, build their credit, and create a spending plan. And to have options and, and really truly understand wealth. So follow me. I answer questions every day. I do personal mentorship. And kind of what we were talking about before, I live what I do, guys. Every single day, I'm, I'm either investing or um, giving somebody some advice about investing. And that's very important. I don't pit my money anywhere. I wouldn't pit your money anywhere I wouldn't pit mine or advise you of any of those different things. So, um yeah, like I said, I'm on the path to enlightening people to understand financial literacy. So tap in with me. It's dope, bro. This is uh, <laughs> this is Jerry. Um, you can follow me at two social medias, uh, either or. Um, my first social media, my my personal one is uh, it's okay. That's I T S okay. Jerry J E R R Y. That's my Instagram. So again, that's I T S okay. J-E-R-R-Y, that's It's Okay Jerry. And then you can also follow me on my, uh, I guess you would call it my business um, profile, which I just started not too long ago. It's for my art. For those of you that don't know, I uh, do canvas art. I sell canvas art, so it's all fine art. Um, And you can hit me up if you desire any art to be done, but it's going to be at C.R.E.E.H. Eight, and that's create that stands for create that's c dot r e e h and the number eight uh for short it's uh re but uh that is my nickname i guess my alias for my art uh but again you can follow me on either two pla- uh either two profiles be more than happy to give you a follow back but i do appreciate you listening to the podcast i also want to give a shout out to terry or terrell for uh just uh having us on i do appreciate you bro thanks for having me on i guess you would say for the third time along with some friends no problem and we also have yes sir uh go by the name of sensei uh you can follow repeat me yourself on... my bad your mic was off <laughs> hey no worries uh i go by the name of sensei you can follow me on uh instagram at uh s-e-n-s-e-i-i-9-3 i repeat s-e-n-s-e-i-i Nine three, and uh, you can follow my YouTube content when it comes to uh, all my musical uh, aspirations. Um, just type in S E N S E S E N S E I I nine three. Thank you, you have any new music or anything coming out soon? Oh yes, I got a couple uh, new music videos coming out, so definitely be on the lookout. All of us as creators, man, we're innovators. We have feelings, and uh, we're definitely gonna innovate the future. 
So best believe to look out for all of us. Yes. Well, I want to thank all of you guys for coming on the show. It's me, your host, Terrell Garnett, and this is Create Your Own Story. And you can follow me at T-E-R-R-E-L-L-G-A-R-N-E-T-T underscore. And that's on everything. Or you can just go simply to my website at TerrellGarnett.com. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for having us. And that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.